like, I don't know what you want me to do. I'm going to just like freak the fuck out. Sorry, Heather. Right? Wow, not even 12 seconds in and I've already dropped an F-bomb and had to say hi. Sorry, yeah. Heather. So. It's going to be a good one today, y'all. My daughter. Uh-oh. And all of her seven-year-oldness. Of course, she still sleeps in the bed with me because COVID's a bitch and it's completely deranged her life. But she sleeps sideways, diagonal ways, upside down ways, crooked ways. Like, I don't even know ways. Like, for all of her four feet ofness, she can take up more of a king-size bed than I've ever seen a human do. It's amazing how little kids can do that. And her little 50-ish pound, 60-pound body becomes a 300-pound body that I cannot. It is the immovable force. (laughs) you try to move it it is like it is like gelatinous goo that you like try to move it and it's like cream corn it just comes back like you move it over and you're like oh it's finally over there oh it's it's there and then at you again and you're like son of a bitch Ah! so i developed this like ingenious plan i have this giant pink body pillow that i put in between us and i was like this is this is the barrier you stay on your side, I stay on my side. We can we can both lay our heads on the pillow and we can hold hands and we can cuddle the pillow and it's great and it's going to be fun. And she's like, oh, yeah, can I lay on the barrier? No. <laughs> roll off. You can keep your ass on that you side. Roll Thank off, you very much. Roll off that barrier and you will end up on my side. <laughs> the first night, the barrier was genius. It worked so great. I had the best night's sleep. Second night, <clears throat> Humphrey fell asleep on her side of the barrier. And so she came in and instantly was on my side of the barrier. That was like, <laughs> so I went back to clinging to this much of the bed with this much of the covers, <laughs> clinging to it all for dear life. So I've had, I saw one o'clock, I saw two o'clock, I saw three o'clock. At four o'clock, I got up and decided to go color. Five o'clock, I decided I was going to go back to bed because I said, fuck this picture of a bird's house i'm tired of trying to color it i can't make it cute (laughs) six o'clock rolled around she started to stir which meant she kept rolling over which made my life even more hell finally seven o'clock rolled around and we went and got pancakes and it went downhill from there Yeah. yeah and the girl can't sit still to save her life like she literally cannot sit still like she's constantly like like she's sitting there eating her pancakes and she's just like this the whole time I'm like, do you have Parkinson's? You're only seven. <laughs> you're shaking harder than Michael J. Fox right now. I was now. like, honey, can, can you can you just sit still from? No, okay. I was like, what does it feel like to constantly have to move? She's like, I don't know. She's just totally unaware of her constant need to move. Hmm. And like, she's like sitting there. Like, we get home and she's sitting there on her on her laptop watching YouTube, watching people build things on Minecraft, and she's just sitting there like this. Waylon will do that too. He doesn't sit still. Like, what is it? It's got to be like, and at night when it's eight o'clock at nine o'clock at night, she's not tired. She's still yep. in bed. Wiggling. Got to wiggle, got to wiggle, got. And then finally, like her body just goes. Yep. And then, and then I know she's finally starting to fall asleep because she's like her body stops moving. And then randomly out of nowhere. Yep. And I get punched in the face and I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah. God, have kids, they said. It'll be great. <laughs> Whoever they were, lied. Guess what I had for lunch? What? Potato chips and mashed avocado. Ooh, yum. No, it was delicious. I also added, I put everything, 
uh, seasoning bagel in it. Everything, mm-hmm. ev- everything. Bagel seasoning. Why can I not it's function that? Everything bagel Why seasoning. Function? Why can I not function that? Oh, it's going to be a good one. But would you like before to, we? Would you like to know something? I'd like to know who you I'm are. I'm Rin, and I'm Tammy, and this is. I love a good rabbit hole. So speaking of rabbit holes, mm-hmm. as rabbit holes go, I started down a rabbit hole for research. Okay. And that rabbit hole started to get really convoluted. And I was like, ooh, what's that rabbit hole? Okay, so just so the folks at home are aware, I have absolutely no idea what we're going to talk about today. Because I started on one rabbit hole, and then I was like, <laughs> hey, I think I'm going to do this rabbit hole. Because, like, I started over here, and I was like, ooh, th- let's do, th- I want to do this. And then, like, as I was doing this rabbit hole, it kind of connected to this rabbit hole. And I was like, ooh, that one looks shiny, literally, shiny. <laughs> And then I was like, as I was on that rabbit hole, this other rabbit hole popped up. And I was like, ooh, that one sounds even better. And so here we are on a rabbit hole completely unrelated to the first one. Okay. So, you know, you, you've you heard of curses, right? I, I've heard of a couple of them, yeah. You. <laughs> Have you heard of a curse on an entire group of children? Yes. How about an entire group of children that were in a TV show? Negative. Would you like to hear about an enti- a, a possible curse on an entire group of children that were in a TV show? Yes. Well. I would. Well, that sounds very well, interesting. Well, let me tell you. So, first, let's start off with the definition of the word curse. A solemn utterance. I sound fancy. <laughs> intended to invoke a supernatural power to inflict harm or punishment on someone or something. Now, the question, did someone put a curse on the gang of the Little Rascals? Oh, I have heard tell of this. Ah. Hmm. Winky, winky. So. Yes. If you. Wait, 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 wait. Where the hell is your energy drink? Oh, pickles and toast. It's not an. Well, it is an energy drink because it's coffee. It is a La Colombe coffee, vanilla latte, perfectly sweet and creamy. It's not, it has a little, so I, being the intelligent human being that I am, (laughs) assumed it was a coffee drink and that it was okay to shake it. Don't, don't do that. You just heard there's a little bit of carbonation in here. (laughs) I had coffee explode everywhere in my kitchen. It's good times. Oh. The mocha ones of these, so good. And the triple, even I feel that thing. <laughs> well, it looks like it might be a twelve ounce can. Yeah, it's a twelve ounce triple shot of coffee. Sweet baby Jesus. Yeah, they're good. That is a lot of coffee. Okay, now you can carry on about the little rascals. All right, story. so let me I believe we almost forgot. Let that. me tell you about the little rascals. So, if you do a Google search um, about the curse of the little rascals, there are pages and pages and of stories about this. However, Snopes being the bunker or debunker debunker or bunker is it a bunker i don't know what you're talking so to debunk something means to say that it is false disprove it so do you bunk it if it's true i don't know because bunk i think you can in europe and i don't know yeah because you for a second i thought that was my garage door and I was like, where the hell is yeah, Mark no, going? But no, it's your dryer. It's, it's <laughs> laundry. 
We've always got to have a garage door sound somewhere. Somewhere, exactly. All right. So, yeah, it's either bunked or debunked. Bunked or debunked. So, quick question. Is this the original Black and White Little Rascals or was this the movie The Little Rascals? No, this is the original like black the, and white the TV hour show. gang okay the shorts all right so snopes reports it as false but now i think the reason why they report it as false is because people die that's true people die like and the, the it's inevitable that the cast of the little rascals is gonna die well yeah we all do the point i'm gonna make is that the cast of the little rascals did not die pleasantly Hmm. so you have my attention bear with me here we go let's break this down our gang aka the little rascals or hal roach rascals was an american show a series of comedy short films depicting a group of poor neighborhood children and their many adventures the show was produced by hal roach also the producer of laurel and hardy films the shows were produced between uh, 1922 and 1944, spanning the silent film and early sound periods. One of the main terms of the show is that it depicted kids behaving just as children would. So they were just natural kid shenanigans. Yep. Um, also, one of the, so the main thing about the 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 show is that the the series broke new ground by portraying white and black children interacting as equals during the Jim Crow era of racial segregation in the United States. So yes. if anybody wanted to curse the show, that would be the reason. Like that's my mm -hmm. thought is if anybody did. Um, <clears throat> our gang had a total of 41 child actors that would be considered regulars. I think overall they had, um, over a hundred kids total that like made appearances that like maybe were only in one episode. Really? Yeah. I think it was, I didn't know they had, I think that it was like many. 120. Wow. Um, yeah. Cause there was like something like two, wait, how many, I think it was like, Oh yeah. So it was a uh, 41 child actors that would be considered regulars of the 220 short films. So it ran for a while and but yeah there was like 120 something child actors that were in it crazy um so another thing about it is that um the kids only made uh like the regulars would only make like about a hundred dollars a week from it mm -hmm. they also did not make any residuals really None. so like those kids should have been set for life no. like the mickey mouse None. club so a lot of them ended up like after being child actors if they didn't if their careers didn't go on they ended up penniless like nothing yeah. no residuals no contract no nothing they were treated like crap they were kids and their parents didn't know how to That's negotiate sad. contracts there was no there was no child labor laws there was nothing back then it's also early Hollywood. Right. And early so, Hollywood I mean, had some major scandals. Like, yeah. I mean, there's the, like, there's Fatty Arbuckle and all of those kind mm -hmm. of things that were going on also back in, like, early Hollywood and stuff, you know. Oh, Hollywood was the drama. Oh. Like, I mean. <laughs> it was think, the drama. I think real, like, actual Hollywood had more drama than their films. Yeah. Um, well, it still kind of works out that way to this day. Like most people worry about what their the stars are doing instead of, you know. Yeah. It's stupid how invested we are in our celebrities. Well, currently, never have I hated Kim Kardashian more than I hate her now. 
Oh, I can't stand the bitch. Never liked her. I mean, her anyway. I could care. Like honestly, I I cared hither or thither about her before. Like you know, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, she, her, and her family have a lovely, glamorous life. Whatever, you know, she they make bad life choices, and their children are spoiled rotten brats. But now I literally hate her because she paid a okay. hundred and forty thousand dollars for a cross necklace that once belonged to Princess Diana, and I'm like, bitch. Oh, yeah, and the fact that this hoe thinks that she can get away with wearing Marilyn Monroe's dress. I, I don't know who the fuck you think you are. I don't care about Marilyn Monroe, but we're talking about Princess Diana. Like, that's a whole nother level of... No. no. <laughs> I'm so No, uh, hang on. That's... No. Uh, yeah, with a P. Capital P with in the P. middle of it. That's more definitive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, back so, to the little rascals. F you. Right? Exactly. F you. She is such a twat. All right. So um, here is a breakdown of basically 29 actors, okay, and their deaths. 29? 29. So this is 29 of the deaths that that I have a breakdown of. Like, I don't have, I couldn't find more deaths. I'm sure more of them have died or whatever, but here's 29 to give like a sample size. And then I'm going to give you percentages at the end of this. And then you tell me if you think there's something kind of fishy. 29 kids out of 41 that were regulars of a 220 cast. Right now, I'm going to tell you something's fishy. No, no, no. (laughs) Well, no, so there's 49, 41 that were regulars, yes. 120 total, but here's 29, 29 deaths. Now, some of them live to, some of these people are st- live to be a ripe old age, but just bear with me on this, okay? So Ernest Frederick Morrison, also known as Sunshine Sammy, appeared in 28 installments, successful post-rascals career in show business and aerospace industry. He died of cancer at age 76. Okay. Sure, he lived to be a ripe old age, but he died of cancer. Didn't die of natural causes. Okay. So we got one for cancer. John Condon, also known as Jackie, appeared in 28 installments. Successful post-Rascal's career as an accountant. Died of cancer at age 58 or 59. Okay. So two for cancer. Alan Clayton Hoskins Jr., also known as Farina. <clears throat> this one appeared in 105 installments. Successful post Rascal's career as a psychological techni- technician. Died at the age 59. Cancer? Yep. Okay. Three for cancer. Uh, Richard Daniels <clears throat> Jr., also known as Mickey, appeared in 49 installments, continued to work in show business in his post-Rascals career. So he's so far actually continued on to in show mm-hmm. business. Then entered the engineering field and largely dropped out of sight after moving to Africa. Okay. Spent the last three years of his life as a taxi driver before dying alone in San Diego in a San Diego hotel room of cirrhosis of the liver. So basically became a drunk. Drink himself to death. At the age 55. Okay. So this is also, this is around the time when the average life expectancy, people were expected to probably live to about 60, 65. So most of these people are dying mm, about the age they're supposed to, or maybe about 10 years before they're supposed Mm. to, because they should have died about 65, 60. Uh, Wait, 
Yeah. I think 60, 65, 70 was the life expectancy then. Because now we're supposed to live till we're about 90. Yeah. I don't want to live that long. <laughs> God, that sounds so old. Could you imagine living for another 50 years? Yes. Because God doesn't like me that much. He's going to let me live those 50 years. <laughs> my, so you know that one joke that says, the fact that my body cracks like a motherfucking glow stick but refuses to glow, uh-huh. literally that's how I feel every morning I get out of bed. Like, it's an insult. Like, oh. I wish I could crack I can't like imagine. a glow stick now. I, I'm Like, I can't even imagine how much I would crack in 50 years. I would just like snap in half. <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> okay excuse me sorry that was gross all right so john h davis also known as jackie appeared in 19 installments successful post rascal's career as a doctor first one to die at the age of 78 of natural causes so we have one person who had a non-cursed life well if he just because they had as a doctor just because they had yeah so i mean just because you know he had had a, a good post career. I don't think that that doesn't mean like I'm looking at the fact that they died a horrific death. And I'm sorry, but if you die of cancer, that sucks. Yeah. That is not a happy yeah. death. Mary A. Cornman, Mayor, also known as Mary, Mary A. Cornman, also known as Mary. <laughs> That's a stretch. Appeared in uh, 41 installments, successful post rascal's career in show business died of cancer at the age of 57. Uh, Joe Cobb, known as Joe, man, the originality say, there. They are Do you think getting they co- original now. <clears throat> Do you think they kept them with their, their same name so the kids didn't get confused? I don't know. No idea. Uh, appeared in 86 installments, successful post-Rascal's career in aerospace, died at 85, natural causes. Hmm. So two for natural causes. Andy Samuel, Guess what he was known Andy. as. Nope. <laughs> um, appeared in 86 installments, ses- successful post-Rascal's career in show business. And he also an art store manager. I don't know if that's a successful post-career. <laughs> Be like, hi, would you like to buy a paintbrush? Like, uh, died at age 82, natural causes. So the people who died of natural causes, they lived to like a ripe old mm-hmm. age. But the people who did not die of natural causes, like, didn't make it past 60. Um, John Mor- uh, Maury Downs, also known as Johnny, <laughs> appeared in 24 installments, successful post-Rascal's career in show business and real estate. Died of cancer, but he did make it to 80. So thanks for breaking my stri- my streak there, buddy. <laughs> Damn you, Johnny. All right. J.R. Smith, also known as Jay, appeared in 36 installments, successful post-Rascal's career in the retail business. Retail? Really? That is not a successful career. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Hold on. It all depends on... Like, are they talking like retail clothing sales? Are we talking about tailoring? Are we talking about boutique shops? Like, what what are you talking about when you say retail? Or did he work at fucking Walmart? Exactly. Like, was he a store? Was he a store greeter? I, I have questions. <laughs> like, okay. We need clarification before we judge him on that one. Okay. 
And they tried to say that he lived to a ripe old age of 87, except for the fact that he was stabbed to death in Las Vegas by a homeless man who he tried to befriend. Aww, that's sad. So I'm sorry. Being a Walmart greeter doesn't pay. (laughs) Gene Darling, also known as Gene, appeared in 35 installments, successful post-Rascal's career in show business and mystery writing. And she is still alive when this was written at the age of 92. Nice. So there we have one still living. Robert E. Hutchins. What do you think? What do you think Robert Bobby. is called? Weezer. Okay. We have an odd name. Okay. Finally got a little tell rascal's me, nickname. Tell me you don't want to say it. What? Come sit next to Weezer. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, appeared in 58 installments, joined the Army Air Corps, and died just short of age 20 when his plane crashed on landing during a training exercise. So, I mean... That sounds about right for the time. I don't think he had a... Notice they didn't say he had a successful post-Rascals career, because I guess if you die at 20, you don't have a chance to have a career? I consider going into the military and become part of the army air corps successful that's just me though i am I'm right completely i mean completely pro military i consider that a success right <clears throat> so harry spear oh nope nope <laughs> nope leave it alone leave it alone <laughs> this poor baby that's a terrible that's name. Awful name oh harry God. spear why would they name why would they call him Harry Spear? I, I can't stop saying it. Oh god. Okay. I'm so sorry for your name, baby. I mean, I guess it's good. I guess so it's sorry. best that his name isn't Richard Spear. Oh god. Because uh, you yes, know what everybody who know what they would say. <laughs> Should I say it? Dick Spear? Your sister's never listening to our podcast again. <laughs> Ooh, what if it was Harry Richard Spear? Okay, what about Harry Spear? (laughs) My bad. All right. Appeared in 58 installments. Post-Rascal activities are unknown. Um, Matlin reports rumors that he was working in a bank or had become... Or had become a surgeon. I'm sorry. Like, what does that have to do with diversity in China? Like, maybe he was at a bank or maybe he was a surgeon. We don't know. Maybe he got really into the 70s and was never heard from again. Internet Movie Database lists him as dying in 1969 at the age of 46. Other sources claim he's still alive, but denies being a former little rascal. The best evidence to date indicates that his real name was Harry Sherman Boner. (laughs) I can't. I can't anymore. I'm broke. You just broke me. <laughs> I can't. Harry Sherman Boner. Ah, <laughs> poor baby. Now I know why he doesn't want anybody to know. <laughs> oh my God. He's alive. He just changed his name to like Spear John S- Boner. John Smith. <laughs> That's why nobody can find him. <laughs> like. I can't. Nope. Oh God, Harry Boner. Here we go. Hi, I'm Harry. Harry Boner, or I'm Boner. Harry Boner. My name's Harry. Harry, Harry Pierre. Harry Dickles. Bo- 
Harry, Harry Dick Boner. All right. All right. <clears throat> Sorry, Heather. Oh, God. Um, <clears throat> and that he died of heart disease in 2006 at the age of 84, maintaining to the grave that he was not the Harry Spear who appeared in several dozen our gang comedies. So he just, maybe he's like denying that he was part of it, hoping that the curse wouldn't get him. Maybe. Maybe he knew. All right. Mary Ann Jackson, also known as Mary, Mary Ann. <laughs> She appeared in 32 installments, married, raised two children, died of a heart attack at age 80. So Did they notice not that consider like getting married and having children a successful career. They don't consider that being successful. That's that's sad because it sounds yeah. like she lived a full life except for the fact that she had a heart attack and I assume that that wasn't pleasant. Yeah, but even at 80, wouldn't a heart attack be natural causes? Technically, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. <clears throat> Norman Myers Cheney, a.k.a. Chubby. Okay. Feel bad for him. Appeared, <laughs> appeared in 32 installments, died of a glandular ailment in early adulthood. Hmm. Matlin reports he was 18 years old at the time of his death. Internet movie database lists him at being 22. I believe he died obese. So it sounds like he died really young. Yes. Yeah. And fat. And fat. Unfortunately. And fat. And I say the word fat because I can say the word fat because I don't think fat's a bad word. <laughs> it's a word. Don't let it scare you. I hate people who are like, oh, fat. It's only a word, Maddie. Don't let it scare you. Don't let you. it scare you. Sure. What's scaring me? I actually was talking about that movie and drinking games last night with Matt because he didn't know they were both filmed in Portland. Ah. All right. Jackie Cooper, who doesn't have an AKA. So. Okay. Sorry, Jackie Cooper. Um, I'm going to say, think your name was Coop. I don't know if there was a Cooper on there or a Coop. Uh, appeared in 32 installments, very long and successful post Rascals career in films and television, died of natural causes in 2011 at the age of 88. Hmm. So we have, we have what? Three now for natural causes? Something like that. Yeah. Um, Dorothy Deborah, known as Echo, I bet she copied everybody. Probably. Ugh. Appeared in 32 installments, married, raised two children, worked as a clerk at UC Berkeley. Apparently, she also didn't have a successful career. Uh, if you work at UC Berkeley, I consider that a freaking successful career. You could be a right. janitor at UC Berkeley and I'd consider it a successful career. But a successful a successful post for Askel's career is retail. Yeah, obviously. You think it's because he was a man? Probably. Oh, internet sexist son of a bitches. <laughs> you son of the beaches. Yeah. Okay. So Matthew Beard Jr., also known as Stymie. Okay. Um, Appeared in 36 installments, had post, had post rascal problems with drug addiction, and served time in prison, eventually underwent successful rehabilitation and returned to show business, died of pneumonia at the age of 56. That's sad. So, again, a sad death. Jerry Tucker, probably known as Tucker, appeared in 36 installments, successful post rascal's career with RCA, still alive at 89. Nice. Um, George Robert McFarland, Spanky, uh -huh. appeared in 95 installments, successful post-Rascal's career as a sales manager with 
Philco Ford and a lecturer died of a heart attack at age 64. Okay, so a car salesman is considered successful, but being a mother is not. Right. Again, Okay. Spanky was a man. I get it. No, I don't. I don't get it. You people are stupid. Carry on. Right. Tommy Bond, also known as Butch, appeared in 27 installments, successful post-Rascal's career in television, directing and production work, died of heart disease. Scott Beckett, also known as Scotty, what appeared in- What was the other dude? Oh, 79. 79 when he died? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. So Scott Beckett, Scotty, appeared in 15 installments, suffered post suffered post rascal pr- problems with divorce, uh, violence, alcohol, drugs, and crime, committed suicide by barbiturate overdose at age 38. Damn. Yep. William Thomas Jr., a.k.a. Buckwheat, appeared in 93 installments. 93. Like, I think he's the second highest one on yeah, here. Yeah, Spanky and Buckwheat. Yeah. And Alfalfa, I think, are the three that were in there the most. Right? No, there's another one that was a hundred and something. Oh, yeah, huh? Who was the one that was a hundred? Oh, uh, Farina. Farina was a hundred and five. Ah, uh, okay. And then Buckwheat is ninety three. Spanky was ninety five. Alfalfa is sixty one. Mm. All right. So Buckwheat. All right, so Beckwheat appeared in 93 installments, successful post-Rascal's career as a film laboratory technician, died of a heart attack at age 49. Oh, he died young. Yeah. 49 is young for a heart attack. Right. I mean, that's not that old. No. Like, I'm sorry, anybody who dies before, like, 60, I'm thinking that's kind of young. Yeah. Um, Carl Dean Schweitzer, Alfalfa. Appeared in 61 installments, worked at playing bit parts in film and television, tending bar, and serving as a hunting guide, shot to death at age 31 in a dispute over a $50 debt. Wow. Okay. That's new. Yeah. So, also, 31. Youngin. Yep. Um, Eugene Gordon Lee, also known as Porky. Appeared in 42 installments, operates a merchandise licensing company, died of cancer in 2005, just days short of his 72nd birthday. Granted, lived to a ripe old age, but still died of cancer. Um, Darla Hood, aka Darla, appeared in 42 installments, successful post-Rascal's career in show business as a singer-songwriter and voiceover artist. Artist. (laughs) (laughs) Died of hepatitis at age 47. Alrighty then. Yeah, that's young. Darla was a hoe. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Darwood K, also known as Waldo, appeared in 21 installments, had a successful post-Rascal's career in show business before joining the ministry, killed by a hit-and-run driver at age 72. Wow. Robert Blake, Mickey, but inexplicably listed above as Spanky, appeared in 40 of installments, very long and successful post-Rascal's, uh, post, uh, successful post-Rascal's career in show business, arrested in April of 2002 for the murder of his wife. Mm. Acquitted at trial in March of 2005, and he's still alive at 81. William Laughlin, Froggy. 
appeared in 40 installments, killed at age 16 when his bicycle was hit from behind by a truck. Damn. Um, then there is Pete the Pup. Okay, hang on. For anyone who doesn't like anything that possibly happens evil and uh, unjust to animals, you may want to skip the next 30 seconds. Pete the Pup was um, poisoned. Aww. Does it say by who? It was unknown. Damn. And had to be replaced during filming. That sucks. Yes. So, roughly, by the numbers, here we go. 20% of the 29 of the people that I just listed died of cancer. 30, 40, 34% of them died of medical issues that are like heart, heart attacks, heart disease, um, hepatitis, that kind of stuff. Liver cirrhosis. Yeah. 13% of them were murdered or killed by accident. 13 of them died of natural cause. 13%, oh, 13% murdered or killed by accident. 13 died of natural causes. Only 20% are actually still alive. Okay. So, of all of them, 67% of that died of a suck reason, cancer, heart attack, stabbed to death. Interesting. I don't know about you, but to me, that sounds a little bit like a curse. It it does, but it doesn't in my mind, because how many died of suck reasons, heart attack, or cancer? Um... So cancer was 20% of them. Yeah. 34% of them were medical, like heart attack, heart disease. Issues. Um, I didn't I didn't total up how many of them died before 50. I should have done that. Yeah. But like, <laughs> it, it sounds like most of it was natural, though. I mean, like, cancer is not natural, but it's normalized, especially if you think about, like, when these kids grew up. They grew up inhaling asbestos they grew up inhaling cigarette smoke they grew up not wearing seat belts you know like this is a whole different era back in the yeah. day so I, i'm not surprised that that amount of them died of cancer and or heart related yeah. diseases that that does not surprise me what did surprise me however was the amount of actors child actors that actually grew up to have successful lives whether it be mothers or working in retail stores or whatever there was what like maybe three of them that you mentioned that yeah that had like drug and drug and alcohol yeah nowadays if you took a cast of like okay full house the musketeers or the musketeers yeah, yeah like most of them were drug alcohol riddled addicts by the time they were in their late teens Right. Or even any of them that went on to have successful careers in the industry. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, that's, that's crazy to me how things have swapped and it's, it's normal for like child actors to become just complete douchebags (laughs) with, with drug and alcohol problems. Yeah. I mean, like, look, uh, so like, just to think of like some of the Mouseketeers that like are successful, like Britney Spears, look at all the problems that she had versus Justin Timberlake. Look at all the success he's had versus, you know, like JC, you know, I mean, Christina Aguilera, Christina Aguilera versus Lance. Exactly. Um, And I don't know why I can say JC and Lance and like, we have to say Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. I don't know. know. That's like, like you can't say Jordan without having saying Jordan Catalano. (laughs) 
Like, it's like, why do we say his whole name? I don't know. Just in case, you know, you forget that Angela's last name is Chase. Yeah. I know. Anyway. Or Brian Cracker. Like or I don't know. Cracko. Oh god. Why why? That, that entire show you had to say everybody's whole name. Whole name, like, exactly. Right. <laughs> like it was Jordan Catalano, Angela Chase, Brian Krakow, Enrique Vasquez. Like you couldn't refer to any like I, I you know what? There are people from my high school years that I don't know their whole name, but like I, I know everybody from that show's name. And yeah. it only ran for one season. Yeah, such a good show. Oh my God. Do you know yeah. that me and Claire Dane share the same birthday? Yeah, you and Claire Dane share a lot of things. I know, I love her. Yeah. I will be a Dara Hard fan. Also, can I just say that, like, I know we probably talked about this already, but, like, I'm so happy that Brendan Fraser is making a comeback. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He is just stealing my heart all over again. I All over again. I mean, I loved Brendan Fraser when I was younger mm-hmm. and in my my teen years and my early 20s and everything, you know, and I was really sad when he like went out of the limelight and I didn't know why because like I that was during my time where I lived under a rock and I didn't follow Hollywood diddly squat. Yeah. And now that I know I am so sad for him. Yeah. And I would stand uh, as like a fan. I would stand behind him and I would like I you know, there's not a lot of celebrities that I would stand up for. Yeah. And he is one that I would die hard stand up for because yep. like, I love Brendan Fraser and I've always loved Brendan Fraser. Like, and I'm so happy he's making a comeback and oh, like God. standing up for what's right. And now I have to say, I have lost so much respect for the rock. Oh yeah. So much. And I used to love the rock. Like I thought he was such a great actor and such a great guy. But now that I found out what happened, I'm like, why yeah oh so not okay yeah did you I'm see like the, mm, go ahead to make it right i'm like he needs to make it right yeah. he needs to i don't so i just i'm just that was my sorry that's my little tangent right now like claire danes to brendan fraser that that's my my teen years right there <laughs> did you see his acceptance speech for the critics choice award i did i died I, I literally watched it on repeat and cried for like 10 minutes. Oh my God. And he looks like, so good. He, he looks, looks so, so good. good. And the fact uh, him and Keanu Reeves are two of my favorite men in Hollywood because they are so fecking humble. Oh, they Both are. of them are yeah. so down to earth and so humble and constantly just like, they realize the blessing that they have for the life that they've been given. They've realized that. And Keanu Reeves and Brendan Fraser both have been through so much trauma in their lives. Yeah. And to still come back and continue to go forward with that humility just locked down inside of them. And it's not just for themselves. It's for, their co-stars it's for the fans it's for everything but they are just a couple of wonderful wonderful men yeah easy easy top tier yeah Yeah. and he just he looked so good and i'm just i'm so happy for him i'm so proud Mm -hmm. of him and like i know that i'm just a little nobody in the middle of nowhere indiana but like still if he ever hears this please know that i'm just i'm really proud of you dude we're rooting for you a hundred percent yeah. One of your oldest one of your oldest fans still has your back. Yeah. And what's like, your favorite and you and I have seen some of his most obscure movies. Yep. What's your favorite Brendan Fraser movie? 
Oh, my favorite. Mrs. Winterborn, hands down. That's Die Hard, my favorite. Like him playing, like the first playing the like, you know, super dude. And then (laughs) him playing the posh, reserved. Oh, so dreamy. Yeah. Yeah. I was like. We were talking about that the other day. I said something to my coworkers about his speech. And I said, uh, one of them asked, what's your favorite Brendan Fraser movie? And I had to think about it. And I was like, I think George of the Jungle might be. And then I was laying in my bed last night thinking about it again. I was like, how am I going to forget about still breathing? That is yeah, quintessential Brendan Fraser movie. And I'm like, yeah, easily still breathing, which is one of those very obscure obscure movies that not very many people know about but i've been a fan of it from the first time that i saw it so yeah yeah that is a good one but yeah um oh god and blast from the past Such i mean i even like monkey bone <laughs> and that one um, was terrible what was it um was it called bedazzled yes the one where he makes the deal with the devil that was a good one. Too. You gotta play real good. You gotta do you gotta real do good. It. And I was gonna go out there and I was gonna be real good. And I got the ball and I was gonna be real good. And you know, <laughs> it was it was real good. But yeah, that was oh, so funny. So funny. So <gasps> yeah. Hollywood creates and Hollywood destroys, but uh it sure that does. It's very interesting to know that that uh, a cast of that many have been hit with that much tragedy. I know it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Like to, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't really think that there is such a thing as a curse. And I think, um, like, I think curses only exist if you give them power. Like if you, you know, put the strength behind it, like the negativity will only come out of it. If you truly believe that that's what's going to happen. Like you're only cursed if you believe you're cursed. So, I mean, I just, I thought it was a very interesting story. Um, and yeah, the tra- the amount of tragedy that has struck that group. I-, I wonder if any of them are even still in contact with each other. Cause I'm sure, you know, back then they might not have had the same ways to communicate that we do obviously now, mm-hmm. but also back then they had, they had art forms of communication that we don't even consider anymore. Like writing letters. Yeah. I love writing letters. Uh, I hate my handwriting. Ugh. love it like have atrocious handwriting there's um books that you can actually get that are letters i think it's called letters from home Mm -hmm. or letters to home they're letters that military people wrote in world war one and two back and forth between loved ones it's like nobody talks like that anymore nobody actually stops and thinks about what they're going to write and or say so much so that you know that it's going to take two months to get back to somebody. I know. <laughs> you know? It's just like that that waiting anticipation. That's why I was so excited to get a pen pal when I was in high school. Because I'm like, I love writing letters. Love um, it. I was listening to a podcast that did a... Um, that did uh, the story about JonBenet Ramsey. Mm-hmm. And um, the the mother did a Christmas letter about her family and I I was fascinated by the letter that the mom did where she did a recap of the year of all of the things that her family did and I thought about that and I'm just like I mean I could I sure I could do that 
but like it's all on Facebook or Instagram or pictures that I've sent through text messages and all of that. It's like, who would I even send a letter like that to? You can send one to me. <laughs> I, I'm not joking. I love getting and sending letters. There's just something about it. It's kind of like you can have any book you want instantly on a Kindle. Yeah. Or listen to it on Audible, which is my favorite thing to do. You can do any of that. But when you walk into a bookstore or a library and you get that dust mite infested scent that yeah. hits you as soon as you open a book and the feel of the paper, it, there's just something completely different about it. It really does take you away. It really is a lost art form. Um mm -hmm. You know, and I mean, I just, I was just blown away. And, you know, I, that was in the 90s. So, I mean, yeah, sure, that was some 20-ish years ago, not a thousand years ago, because math is hard. Math is <laughs> <That was> hard. <laughs> yeah. Editor's note. Thanks, Mark. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know. It's It's definitely an interesting concept to think about definitely interesting lost art forms or gives people food for thought what are i wonder what some of our listeners uh favorite lost art forms are that yes wonder if whether like it be from cursive writing to playing stickball outside that's one thing i never played i did love to ride on scooters huh. i used to have an old razor scooter like the first generation razor scooter i loved that hated thing. those things i loved my razor scooter hated those things i'd prefer oh. to ride a bike I had a bike with a banana seat and the so big old I. handlebars. Yeah. Felt like you were like riding a Harley. The monkey bars. Yeah. I, I know. Apparently you're not supposed to call them that anymore. Cause that's racist. Yeah. Everything nowadays is racist. Everything's racist. Basically we should just say womp, 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 womp. No, because that sounds like wop and you're, you know, insulting the Italians. So. <laughs> but I like, I like Italian ice cream. Otherwise known as gelato. Yeah. <laughs> but then if you say gelato, that sounds like you're saying jiggly and then a fat person might get insulted because he just said fat. Yeah. And apparently you're not supposed to use the word mulatto for mixed race anymore. That's a new one on me. I don't know. I mean, you might insult a choir because that sounds like melodic. Uh, anyway. I don't know. Why don't we just start offending everybody and just tell them all to fuck off? Sorry, Heather. That sounds about right. <laughs> All right. but speaking well, of finding things let's tell so, people where they can find us you can find us on instagram or twitter we are at like rabbit holes if you would like to share a story with us share an idea or just give us any sort of feedback and tell us how much you love us you can email us we are like rabbit holes at gmail.com please feel free to drop us a review on apple at apple Podcasts. it really helps us out we would also really like it Sorry, I had to pause there for a moment and breathe. Uh, as always, wherever you are, have a wonderful morning, night, or afternoon. Please remember to take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Always put the oxygen mask on yourself before putting them on others. And lift the latch up to unbuckle yourself. Thank you. Please drive. Me.